0: Okay, do you remember that British guy that I was talking to in the beginning of quarantine? hmm Ever since I talked to him, I was just thinking, like, I wish I actually met him because I was like, this is my opportunity to really, like, get a good British accent because if I, like, actually ended up, like, being with him or hanging out with him, I'm so upset about it, so... I'm just going to pretend like I'm really good at it. If you're
1: sad about that. (laughs) Don't segue like that! What the fuck? Why would you do that? You're just going to segue?
0: Like, are you kidding me? You're sick. As two people that are graduating college soon, this is a grad school novel. And this 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 is a really, 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 really really depressing grad school novel. Like, this is the book where it's like, grad school It will not save your life grad school is not a safety net it's a waste of money you only go there because you're insecure about your own abilities as a person who's not a student so don't fucking fuck around at grad school
1: this is an anti-ad for
0: grad school it's like literally it's a warning don't fucking waste your time on it I was gonna
1: say the way that my mom just called us yeah what was that? and then your
0: like applications are closed and like my mom did not just call me to talk about grad school like we haven't even said the book
1: oh real life <laughs> and it's a very ad title for this book because it is very real to us yeah this is not one of those
0: titles that it's like you got to dig for the meaning in the book it's simply like like the author was like (laughs) this is just real shit (laughs) he
1: he sat down he was like well real life so
0: what's your first impression of this book
1: in march i found out about this book and i wanted to read that long yeah and it was (laughs) i hate to say it was funny But it was funny reading I, like,
0: thought it was hilarious.
1: (laughs) Like, I thought the parts of
0: this book were actually hilarious. A lot of it gave me, like, a very visible reaction for different reasons. But what surprised me, at least, there's drama in this book. What's so funny about it is that it's, like, comes from such nuanced, specifically a very nuanced character that isn't dramatic, but, like, is just, like so cunty and like very smart. I'm just gonna
1: say he's very in tune with his moon sign whatever it is.
0: (laughs) Is he in touch with his moon sign or is he just like haunted by it?
1: I really wanted to read it because it's sort of being praised as like the first black-led Dark Academia novel because Dark Academia, let's face it, is very white. (laughs) Dark Academia basically it's about this obsession with academia. The characters are studying something like you know philosophy or the Greek something that doesn't really apply matter yeah usually the main character is less privileged than their classmates but like basically the whole conceit is like they are doing it because they can they have the money and the privilege to do that but in this case we see he's like obsessed with his scientific work but he's obsessed with it not for status but for like survival reasons
0: yeah and like he has no control yeah over his life i think he seeks it through conventional systems of i'm gonna go to college and i'm gonna be a scientist and he's black and he's gay and now he's stuck in where
1: he grew up in the south and he escaped to the midwest which is like (laughs)
0: girl you went the wrong (laughs) way a huge theme of this is also escape and like just deleting the past like not navigating it like just deleting it like the first page of the book it literally opens with the fact that his father has been dead yeah and that is which not... Which I thought
1: was going to be a bigger issue. Which but, it is.
0: And it's sort of a big issue that it's not an issue. Yeah. Because he doesn't care. People have been hurt at a really young age or something. A deep hole is dug deep in their soul. And every time something bad happens to them, it dives all the way down there. And there's like a high threshold. So it takes a long time for things to build up for it to finally come okay. out. Oh, you know where I got this from? I'm not even fucking kidding. I'm a fucking piece of shit. This is literally... Do you know where that theory came from? I'm talking about, I have this theory. I heard it before. <laughs> red, white, and royal blue. <laughs> literally red, white, and royal blue. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm literally, like, I'm disgusting. That's where that theory is from. I'm applying yes. it to this because this is an extreme example of someone who needs to go to a psychologist and needs to be on medication and needs to work out what he's going through because he absorbs Everything. everything. There's a lot of instances in this book where Wallace is tested yeah. and he's poked and he can't react because he literally describes like if I was to react like it would change absolutely nothing. When he knows he has ammunition against someone else, because he's been tested, he's been disrespected, he's been like devalued, he's been undermined for his race, his intelligence, everything, he's like, you know what? I am going to flip the table, because he has the power. Yes,
1: I, yes. I wanted to be at of those dinner party. I wanted to be at, like,
0: every single one, because I wonder if any of these guys are hot. Because, oh. first of all, all of the men in this book are gay. And this author is really funny, because I think he's also trying to make a statement that, like, all these all these guys in college are gay. Which is not true, like... But it's funny, because even the ones that are, like, straight, he's like, no, they're they're fucking, like, behind the curtains. It speaks, though, to, like, the gay pyramid of, like, fucking. Because, like, yeah. everyone has sex with... I'm like, yes. Hey,
1: we can't forget that these are literally like
0: scientists,
1: nerds, grad students, (laughs) nematodes.
0: This is a book where there's one chapter in this book I don't
1: like. Is it, it the one that they just explaining all the science? Yeah, it's chapter two. I know he's trying to build, like, a bigger picture. I think it's interesting to use that chapter It's just, like, that's so, like, just what he does every day. You know
0: what I mean? Well, kind of, to me, like, Wallace's mind is very interesting. The cornerstone of, like, everything he does is, like, hard work. Like, I feel like he's just a hard worker, which But is... it's not
1: because he necessarily is one. It's because he feels like he has to prove himself.
0: The big, a huge theme of this is how Wallace is just used. Wallace yeah. is... Just used by everyone all the time, exacerbated by the fact that he's black. Like, they're all working on a project together. I'm like, well, Wallace is gonna do all that busy work. He's just gonna sit there for hours and he's gonna mine through, he's gonna mine through, he's gonna do all this. And they say it because we know Wallace will do it. Yeah. Wallace will just do it. It's always just. And
1: he does because he doesn't really think about any the bigger picture either. Yeah.
0: And despite the fact that they underestimate how intelligent he is, they also undermine do you even wanna be a scientist? Yeah. Why do you want to be here? He's asked questions that no one else seems to be asked. And when he recognizes that there's pitfalls and other scientists, they're not going to believe Wallace. And he just internalizes all of it. And I think it's because as a character, he has just put off dealing with being basically used his whole life. Never actually being able to have power or control over maybe what he wants. To Now it's threatening his life. He's in danger in this book and he's a victim in this book. And what's scary is that he doesn't even really act like a victim. He just lets it... He just buries it. This book is, I think, also about cycles. Yeah. It's all cycle. And maybe that's also supposed to be about science. Like these nematodes keep dying, and coming back. I'm trying. All his work got soiled. You put all your all your work inside of a cabinet or something and it's boiled. It got it grew mold. And it was, the thing
1: is we never was, find out who did it. And
0: this, there's this caveat, it's like we need to know who did this to his work, but I think the true answer is that it doesn't matter who yeah. did. Because that's just his life. Minorities, black people have mm-hmm. to work like twice as hard to get half as much. There's that to it, and then it's also the fact that it's like he constantly feels sabotaged by everyone around him and it's like was it dana who's like this obvious little villain bitch wallace is fed up he doesn't tell her how to do anything doesn't try to correct her he doesn't have anything to do with her doesn't even talk to her and that's another thing is like Wallace straight up i know he doesn't talk so the fact that this character this girl named dana goes out of her way to to her fullest extent extract something out of him she wants him to be problematic she wants to make him angry she does everything to make him upset just for him to be like dana get the fuck away from me Mm -hmm. and she calls him a misogynist simply because he disagrees with her. Meanwhile, he's never ever insinuated a conflict with her. And we as the readers see that he the only reason he's being treated this way is because he's the other but it doesn't matter it's just that's just a metaphor for like his life fucking sucks and he lost all of this work and it's like well i'm a hard worker so i'm just gonna sit here and do it all over again and he just kind of like accepts that and it's scary it's really scary like where is the visceral reaction but it's like he has no one to react to no one really gives a fuck about wallace Mm, yeah yeah and you see that in emma who's like that fake girl bestie hag bitch shut the fuck up None of these boys care. Maybe Cole likes him.
1: But he still uses him, too.
0: To keep his secrets?
1: No, to fight his battles for him.
0: Yeah, that's true. Cole's a pussy. Cole's a Pisces? (laughs) And what's his (laughs) name? Vincent Scorpio. (laughs) But out of doubt. Because Pisces Scorpio are like toxic combination. But I feel like it's common. Yeah. Yeah. Vincent is... I wrote in my outline, I wrote, Cole is a white gay, confirmed. And Vincent is deaf and needy power bottom.
1: That's what I wrote
0: in my notes. These are his friends.
1: Every time he described a group of people they white,
0: white. Yeah. White, and white, tall, if they white. were tall.
1: <laughs> I highlighted every you time. You would have been a mess in this
0: Yeah, Yeah. Listen, I wrote somewhere in chapter one, I'm like, love the description of tall boys. Not realizing that it's actually kind of a sad internalization of Wallace's insecurity. But from chapter one, it's like the long pale legs.
1: The one thing I kept thinking about when I was like allowed to think about things, because you know, like <laughs> later in the book, it gets like really intense. So like when, when I was allowed still to allowed to think about things myself, I kept thinking like, For some reason I never had this thought before but this book brought it up to me because I'm not a gay man but I'm surrounded by gay men (laughs) so I have Listen to you talk about things all the time. True. And like she has to. She's like, you know what? This is my moment to get out my resentment.
0: She's like, the thing that Wallace taught me is I no longer have a threshold for white gay men. She's like, I've learned from his mistakes. She's like, I'm not going to grad school and never ever again am I subjecting myself to being stuck in a room with all gay people. No, I was well, say good that- luck because all of her friends are gay. Poor Wallace is trapped on a Fire Island, but in what's a Midwestern state? Colorado?
1: No. Like Ohio, Indiana, where is this taking place? I don't
0: know. I already, like, I don't know. I, what did they say the
1: state? Yeah, they had to.
0: Is Minnesota in the Midwest?
1: I guess. Michigan? I don't well, know. Well, he's
0: stuck. I didn't realize, like, you pointing out him always saying white because to me, like, the way I was reading it too was that he has an obsession with, like, bodies in general. Yeah. Like he's obsessed with people's bodies. And it's like, there's a quote that I pulled out when Wallace says the truly awful thing about beauty is that it reminds us of our limits. How does that speak to his character and the insecurities that rule his life slash mental illness? Also in the context of him being a gay man, a black gay man.
1: The way that's worded makes me not want to answer the question.
0: Well, how I interpreted that was like, as someone who just has their own insecurities and stuff, it's like, yeah, you are- Yeah, I've never been insecure
1: in my life. No, so. never. This Aries. Not <laughs> She's never. <laughs>
0: I do have a Pisces moon. I feel like maybe he has a Pisces moon.
1: I think it's more chaotic than that. He could be a Cancer moon or something. Because Pisces- I feel like he
0: has a chaotic chart. Like, I feel like he's one of those people where it's like sun, moon, rising, like all the same. He's a unique boy. But who knows? Maybe he's not.
1: I sense water- yeah an earth in him no air
0: jordan Sparks. okay so i was gonna say
1: it's basically when you see someone who's beautiful and you're like wait i'm not as beautiful as them
0: yes and that's what just stops you in your tracks and you're like oh wow like i can never do x y and z just simply because i'm not beautiful and it reminds you of like other people it's so attainable for them and all of a sudden it doesn't feel attainable for you and maybe you spiral maybe you pick yourself up and get over it but yeah it I just like the way it was worded, like, reminds us of our limits. And now I wonder what it's like being, like, the only black person on, like, basically an entire campus. And you pointed it out that he describes everyone as white. You know, people who don't think highly of themselves. Or maybe they struggle with insecurity, which then leads to anxiety or more mental illness. It's like, sometimes you, <laughs> I was about to, you accept love that you, <laughs> that you, you think you deserve. deserve. <laughs> and it's like, you just end up being with people that you're just with them because you think that's all you can get. Or you're like, fuck, like someone likes me and I'm like this lone wolf. And I think wolves are also like a symbol in this book. I forget. But a lone person all by themselves in a campus with no one that looks like a reflection of you. Like you don't see yourself in anyone else. So you're maybe surprised like this person has interest in me. And I think that his relationship with Miller, it starts off in a little bit of a disbelief. Like he doesn't know how Miller feels about him. But I actually love that as soon as you meet Miller, like the author's like, oh, you're not supposed to like him. Yeah. Like, he's gross. He's like, Miller's here. We're making eye contact. Because Wallace is also incredibly socially awkward. And his narration is honestly hilarious. And it's funny. It's kind
1: of funny because I don't know how he made friends.
0: Zero. (laughs) That's the thing is, like, they want to be his friends so bad. And he's like, guys, like, I simply don't even perceive you. He's
1: like, I don't even see you as human I think it sort of speaks to, like... Being friends with people just because they're around.
0: This is the first thing I wrote as soon as I started opening the book. This reminds me of annoying gay men in my life who asked me to go out. And they make you feel guilty. And it's like, why do you want to come? Why do you want to come? Like, when I went to that fucking fag Super Bowl party two years ago, or honestly a year ago... I didn't want to be there, I showed up at my Ivy Park, not one person said that I was wearing Ivy Park, not one, Not I. it had just fucking dropped, and there was like 85 white gay men there, and not one person complimented the fact that I was wearing hot off the fucking press Ivy Park, then one kid walks in and goes, Ivy Park, I'm like period, you're the only faggot that I trust here, and I think that I called him a faggot he got uncomfortable, and we didn't talk to the rest of the party. But maybe it's just my bad personality. But the point being is that I don't want to be where I don't want to be.
1: And the thing, is, be, like... the thing is, when he's invited, he doesn't want to go. But when he's not invited, he feels it too. Yeah. and it's, we It's such a real struggle of being like, well, I knew I probably wouldn't go if they invited me, but still would like to be asked.
0: I think like the author knows, like we're supposed to be laughing. Like there's literally a whole scene where Wallace has to remind himself, it's, Sort of sociopathic, even though I don't think this character is a sociopath at all. But he has to remind himself, like, oh, I'm supposed to feel empathetic for this person. But yeah. I don't feel sorry for them. But, oh, I'm supposed to act like I feel sorry for them. It's and hard. then he goes, I'm sorry. Cole, his friend, is like, you look like someone just shot your dog. And then while I was like, I don't have a dog. <laughs> and it's stuff like that. like, And Cole's like, what? Like, you're not even, like, he has no social skills. And I think it's just, one, he definitely has social anxiety. And two, it's like, you don't even realize when people are trying to, like, talk to you and talk to you about your feelings, like, he's just so, like, cut the fuck off like but he's stuck in his head so big
1: thing of this book is like people constantly telling him that he's selfish
0: oh my god that's that's the dinner scene for me so there's a dinner table scene which is Probably, like, I guess my favorite scene in the book. There's more powerful scenes for different reasons, but this scene is, like, the best one. You
1: asked me what Dark Academia was, and I I gave you a list of, like, sort of the things that they all have in common. And one of them I said was, like, basically it's, like, rich people having bacchanals, right?
0: Which I had to look at bacchanal, because I was like, the fuck was a big (laughs) anal.
1: And then I found
0: out that it was about getting drunk, and I was like, oh, so my life.
1: He translated it really well in a more realistic setting, where, like, instead of rich people, you're talking about white people and white privilege. (laughs) And they're having these dinner parties in place of, like, a bacchanal, you know, where they're gathering, they're bringing food, they're talking, and, like, people get drunk and make bad decisions. That's what happens in almost every, like, dark academia novel in some sort. So I thought it was really interesting to see it translate in such a realistic way.
0: This is why it's probably my favorite part of the book, because it is so relatable. Mm-hmm. So to think about the, this dark academia novel, the way you just painted it out to be, I'm like, oh, so this is almost like a little, not retelling isn't the right word, but it's like in a modern sense. So yeah. instead of like people getting drunk and fighting and at a say, like, party and they're rich people, it's just white students who are gay and their boyfriend's secretly on Grindr. Yeah. Which I, the app. They yes. just call it the, the app. app. The other knows that everyone knows what the app is, and I think that just speaks to just how gay the book is. And yeah. so basically this character's like, We're not gonna go on the app. But I went on the app because I was suspicious that he was on the app and he was on the app. This
1: is a story that you hear a lot. When a you're lot of gay boys.
0: And this is when I the book got closer to my nose. I was like, ooh, I wanna know what <laughs> happens. And I was like reading, like
1: hungry so for what real was gonna to happen. Me.
0: Yeah, it felt real life.
1: What I will say about the depiction of gay men in this book is probably the most accurate depiction of gay men.
0: Well, yeah, because a lot of the gay it, books that I read are incredibly idealistic and yeah. everyone's way too in love. Because yes. this book really shows to, like, how everyone's a little secretly gay and they can't be openly gay and there's just... Everyone has trauma and no one's nice and, yeah, your boyfriend's on grinder babe, and you caught him. And now, Cole being like, I cannot approach this conflict. He tells Wallace because he's like oh like telling Wallace is like telling the wall. They get to this dinner and conversations are getting started at the table and a lot of it's just like microaggressions after microaggression of like Wallace like you're doing this in your lab and like you know it's really great that you're here because there aren't a lot of prospects for black people in science. All of them are like ignoring that this is gross and no one says anything and mostly because most of them probably don't realize that it's gross and also because they don't want to. Like Miller straight up says like I could tell they were trying to get at you but what was I supposed to do. yeah It's and simply also, just say, shut the fuck up. But
1: also, because I think if they say something, that's them recognizing. First of all, they're friends with an extremely racist person, but also they're racist themselves for not speaking up sooner, you know? To them, it's sort of like omitting.
0: People just don't want to acknowledge race because yeah. it's like, I'm not going to try to get trapped into being racist. Like
1: Colorblindness isn't very useful. Doesn't
0: do anything. Colorblindness, this is not This is not a profound thought. Everyone who's smart knows that the colorblind mentality of like race does not work. And in this book, it definitely shows that because no one really wants to acknowledge the fact that he's just the only black person around, and they don't see the problems that are created for him, and they, they're vincent is the boyfriend that's on grinder secretly
1: because he wants to open the relationship
0: and and they've been together for like a long time and this is also a real issue yeah open relationships in the gay community so this book kind of touched on everything and so anyway vincent's just being a cunt like he's just saying shit vincent is a jealous person i don't think he likes the friendship between his boyfriend and wallace so basically he's just being passive aggressive and i also feel like he makes wallace like a scapegoat for like When no one's having fun, it's like let's pick on Wallace. No one's being nice to each other, and then Wallace says like one thing, and it's like well Wallace was being nasty. So Wallace is just like, well you know Vincent like I saw you on the app, (laughs) and I literally I was like this boy is here to
1: shake the table. And if you read, I'm not gonna read. The actual passage is like so electric, like my blood.
0: I was breathing my heart rate like if you took my pulse like I I was beating out of my chest and that's what I love like that is like just good writing palpable conflict and like seedy pettiness this was gay packetry and if he deserved to, to be
1: able to be yes mad.
0: it was like it was cathartic it was so delicious it was so yummy it was everyone at eat. that dinner no like he ate like and, and then there's a part where like Wallace I think like everyone's looking at him I was like I just took a spoonful of yeah,
1: my he food just keeps eating. Eating.
0: he's like I didn't know what to do so I'm looking at, I'm just eating I'm just eating and everyone was outside and it was just like him and Miller at the table yeah. and I'm just picturing this disaster. Like, this I chaos that is I want
1: to be there and so And the table badly. is
0: empty. Everyone's silverware. And the food, everyone's left. And Wallace is just, the chicken's delicious. <laughs> Did anyone try the chicken? And the chicken is delicious. Like, that was his moment. And then, you know, the fallout from that is just, like, Miller's like, I didn't know what to do. Uh, blah, 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 blah. But are you okay? And then Emma's like, you're a bitch, Wallace. I mean, she's drunk. She's an idiot. She hits her boyfriend. She's a hag. But then everything goes on to get way more intense than I thought. So, we have... This illusion that Wallace like really went through something and we know that it's physical, probably sexual in nature, because sex sex that he does have in this book, which he has a significant amount of for his character too, because he talks about how
1: He hasn't had sex in a while.
0: In a while. And that scares me because I don't know what that means. Because we find out in chapter like seven that he was like severely sexually abused, molested, and like a lot of victims of like sexual trauma, they are blamed. Or not believed or not, you know, taken seriously. Uh, There's a lot of imagery with weather in this book that I really like. And I wrote in (laughs) this book somewhere in Highlight. I saw it. Nature as a force representing like just like something else. And in this case, I guess it's his trauma. And water too. Like the lake is scary. Yeah. I fully thought he was going to drown.
1: I thought Miller was going to kill him.
0: When they go in that water and the I ends, thought
1: Miller was going to I was like,
0: him. he's drowning, really? I was like, because he literally says, I can't swim. Yeah. And he's like, okay, that's the problem. We're just going to go in the water. Come with me.
1: I and thought Miller, Miller was going to choke him we to death We have
0: not really spoken about Miller. When we talk about him being used, he's used in like every sense of the word. So Miller as a character uses Wallace as a man who's discovering the sexuality. And it's gross.
1: But it's also because I think he knows that Wallace is very insecure that he's an easy prey.
0: Miller straight up says, I'm a wolf. And this gave me chills down my spine. I was like, this was some army Hammer shit. Like this, (laughs) this thing happened in the DM. Like this was real dialogue (laughs) in this book. Miller and Wallace are sexual partners. And every time they have sex, it's not really normal sex. It, progressively gets more and more violent to the point where like I said earlier Wallace allows himself to be used to the point where he's now in danger because he allows people to use him and I think that the theme of violence in this book it is this is the evolution in the cycle of violence so he's a victim of sexual trauma that was incredibly violent to him to the point where he references it when he's having sex with someone who technically at that point is not assaulting him he consensually said well we're gonna hook up Mm -hmm. But he's envisioning being, like, violently sexually assaulted. He's drawing parallels between it. And now it's, like, he just ignores the fact that this person is hurting him. And it's almost like he wants to be hurt. Because Wallace doesn't have value for his life. He does not value his life. He falls asleep in bathtubs. This is why I thought he was going to get drowned. Because Mm he literally falls asleep in bathtubs, like, twice in this book. Which is, like, what you should never because you, you'll drown it's very triggering like if you're someone who's dealt with like severe sexual trauma like it's hard not to feel depressed when reading parts of this because it's just like especially the beginning like you just know right off the bat like this person is really really depressed and it's definitely because of the environment that he's stuck in and I'm not surprised that Wallace is the type of person that would fall into this sort of abusive relationship because Miller as a person I don't even think he bears like being like analyzed, but he just has a really violent past and a horrible violent streak to the point that seems sociopathic. Like, he's like, I like to hurt people and I don't know why.
1: And Wallace gets scared.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's how you know, like, he actually still feels things. He's able to recognize, like, this is a scary situation I'm putting myself in. Yeah. But he stays in it.
0: I was screaming at the book because Wallace is is he's aggravating to the point where I think it's funny, but then it doesn't work in his favor because he'll just be like, Miller, do you like want to be alive? And I was like, Yeah, of course you do. And he's like, Why? Okay. And he's like, Why would you say that Wallace like, I don't know, it's just a thing to say. And Miller's like, no, it's not. Why would you question this? I want to be alive. I'm and then he just will like beat up Wallace, like smash his head like into like the granite counter, drag his body on the floor, push him, like punch him, kick him. And then Wallace starts basically fighting for his life and it's scary because I'm looking at him like don't start fucking. Don't Mm -hmm. start having sex. Don't start having sex. And then, like, on the next page, it's like, he slipped my clothes off. Then he was inside me. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, they're having sex. Like, it's But then after that, they have sex
1: again. Yeah. I think one of the other reasons why he's so drawn to Miller specifically is because they make a point of saying, like, Miller comes from a very similar background as him. Like, he's not affluent. He doesn't really have a family. Yeah. Yeah. And he makes a point of being like, I'm not like these other people. So we're together because it makes sense to be together.
0: In the very first part of the book, like they show, like Miller tries to equate himself to Wallace, but it's like you can't joke about being black, boy.
1: We don't know each other. Yeah, that's why for a long time I didn't know that was gonna happen.
0: I, I was shocked. I thought
1: he was a minor character. Me
0: too. I'm, so, because in the first chapter, something I they like both go to the bathroom at the same time, and then Miller's like, I'll walk you home. And I was like, Why is this boy even doing this? Like, I thought Miller was going to be brushed off. Because again, I did not know what this book was about. Mm. I didn't get what it was about. Do you think he changes at the end? Do you think That's he realizes really, that there's growth to come there's, for him? It's
1: really ambiguous because the way this book ends prior to the epilogue is they are on the roof of his building after getting back from the lake, because he tells Miller, like, that's where I like to think about things.
0: Like, they have horrible violent sex where Wallace is almost murdered.
1: Yeah, literally. Wallace is
0: literally almost murdered. Like, and we end, okay, Miller killed someone. Yeah. He murdered someone yeah. in the past. That's his trauma, is that he literally is murdered? And he murdered
1: him for, hmm, no reason?
0: Yeah, because the guy was, like, rich.
1: Because he looked down on him. Yeah. To Wallace, he's hearing this story, and he's like, well, that's my entire life. Yeah,
0: he's like, baby, if I felt this way every day, like, y'all, I guess y'all would be dead. But even when they have sex that night, he just came from a bar fight.
1: Yeah. So. That was a crazy thing to read. That's when he goes,
0: he's like, have you heard the story of the big bad wolf?
1: Doesn't he say that? (laughs) He's like, like, I'm the wolf. (laughs) Wallace is like lonely, so he starts missing Miller. Yeah. And Miller hasn't called him back. He said he would, Mm. blah, blah, blah. So he finally gets a call from Miller, and he gets excited that he's coming over. He opens the door. He runs to him. He's excited. And then he slowly starts realizing that, like, he has blood on his knuckles.
0: Yeah. He's bruised or scratched. He's
1: drunk. He's, like, not looking right.
0: Like, you know, we just said Wallace is obsessed with bodies and makes a point of whiteness a lot. And Miller has this boy, he goes on and on about this boyish face. Boyish yeah. And I think that, like, something about youthfulness is attractive to Wallace. Like, Wallace feels like such an old soul. Like, his his soul has been beat up and hurt and abused. And I think abused people recognize youthfulness in other people. And he's just like, Miller is tall, white, smart, young, like, so attractive to him, at least in a superficial way. Yeah. So the fact that this, that sort of person wants him.
1: In two days. Yeah. That's the one thing that kept, like, coming to mind. Like, this happened in two days. Mm hmm I thought he said, like... No, he didn't say it. Okay. I'm confusing (laughs) with another piece of gay...
0: (laughs) 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 They're all the same. Well, actually, not all the same, because this book is unlike anything I've ever read, and I think... Because I think
1: this book takes it from a different perspective of a black gay man, which... Yeah. Something... Neither of us can imagine. It has its own set of problems where we have to sit here and acknowledge our privilege. This book starts in a very similar way to how it ends. Yeah. Like, everything's the same. He's in this limbo. But I guess the hint of a sunrise, a yeah. hopeful person would be like, oh, but he realizes at least now. But mm-hmm. he's still with Miller. On the top of his roof, he's going to go to work later. Is it supposed to be hopeful because...
0: Because instead of them being low, they're up high and they're looking at the rest. Well, because a lot of, like, I love the way Wallace also describes, like, the city. Yeah. He's, like, and he makes metaphors, like, when he's cooking fish, he's, like... These fish were fed in tanks. They were produced to be eaten. I mean, he's like incredibly cynical. Wallace is cynical to a point where in lighthearted chapters, it's funny. Yeah. And in dark chapters, it's scary how cynical he is. And he's just making food. And in his mind, he's for two whole pages. And I mean, like
1: these fish are like the people in this town. Yeah
0: with no they are purposeless they are mindless they are drones they're sheep sick. to society and he, and i just imagine then you zoom out and it's just a boy like frying fish and then inside his head it's like the cynical nature of the world is destroyed and it's like crazy like he's a crazy boy and it's funny when it's funny but sometimes it's just dark and so now they're looking over the city where the very beginning you're right it started how ends it kind of how it started where he's walking through he says just f- not fields but droves of armies of white people just laughing and eating food and being so loud that it's annoying. And he feels like he's fishbowl. Nothing around him motivates him. Nothing. And that just is such a sad existence that I think everyone can like relate to in our darkest times. Like we just said like, the fuck? I don't even know why I would want to go to grad school. I just feel like I should. We all can share in that. But then when you're like a black person, the only black person in your whole setting and you're gay. All of that combined really 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 profound and interesting illustration of that and this author is phenomenal
1: this is a really thought-provoking vivid book it's so like tangible Mm we're like even if i haven't necessarily experienced everything that he experienced the way he's writing the way he thinks about it all the characters feel like people i could come across in my real life and i have come across in my real life
0: yeah as real life real life this author and i think this book is semi-autobiographical i think i read yeah. so and you can tell i mean it has it's drawn from
1: i real life. If anyone,
0: could, <laughs> sure.
1: if anyone could write this book distancing themselves from it like that's psychopathic <laughs> that is psychopathic
0: um brandon zeller hope you're okay
1: <laughs> i'm sure he does I not care okay. about what we think about this book
0: no i hope you don't
1: yeah But
0: But I'm really (laughs) grateful that you uh, wrote this so we can read it. I
1: hope you're getting money for this.
0: He has to be. This is one of the gayest books I think I've ever read. And that is is absolutely like a compliment. If you're gay, read it.
1: Because
0: if you're not, I don't think you're going to enjoy it that much. Well, (laughs) thank you guys for listening. Bye, guys. Gay book friends. Gay (laughs) book friends. Bye. (laughs) Just end it. Just end it.